Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are about to get balls deep with me, Jakey P. Um, episode 30, coming at you hot and hard. Uh, I've got some life stories again for you guys. A um, little bit more based on what those life lessons have taught me, um, how I've grown from them, how I've added, um, you know, how I gained the strength from those, and that's how it's permanently now in my psyche. Uh, I go off on a bit of a tangent about um, some gym etiquette and, you know, training hard and how you can tell, um, you know, people who are there to put work in and people who are there to not put, you know, people there to just be there and say, oh, I go to the gym, yeah. Um, and also, I have a really nice story, uh, really nice story, uh, the boys will love it, a balls deep in the news segment with sex addiction, so I think you guys will enjoy that. Um, I'm glad that um, I live in today's day and age. Like I've always, I always wanted to be like wished I was a kid in the 80s, because uh, 80s and teenager in the 90s and stuff. Because I think that that would have been sick. But we really live in the best technical technological age there has ever been. Um, the easiest way to get information, like right now. Um, you know, we know more about food and diet and and training and all that kind of stuff uh, more than we've ever known before. So. Um, I'm really grateful for that and also I'm able to take you guys on the journey uh, that I'm going through in life with me and I think that's a really great and very powerful tool um, to be able to have because I mean everyone thinks they're going through stuff alone and I know I went through my life for a very long time thinking that uh, I thought there was nobody like me I didn't have any likely pe- like any people that were that were similar to me I just felt like I was from another planet and hey humans probably are from another planet but that's a different story for a different day. Um, lately, I myself have been struggling a little bit with, um, like, I'm, I'm competing in my first jiu-jitsu competition soon, and um, I'm very nervous about that. I've had a couple of really bad days tr- at training, like just just not being able to hit drills and hit um, techniques that I have been working on, and it's very frustrating. Um, but it's all, you know, a part of that mental... Um, that mental grit, that that building of mental strength, and uh, that's what I'm aiming, and that's what I'm trying to help you guys with as well. Like you guys, you know, uh, are seeing my life, seeing my ride, and um, yeah, so you know, that's that's what I'm going for. But um, yeah, so I hope you guys all enjoy episode thirty, um, and I I pretty much did this one just because I was trying to reiterate my stories and reiterate um things that i've learned and how it's made me stronger and i've got to ref- i'm reflecting on them now for what i've just mentioned like jujitsu is hard at the moment i'm seem to be you know mentally um struggling a little bit at the moment and it's hard but um yeah so i want to i want to be good and so I'm reflecting on all these other stories that have made me stronger in the past because I know that going through this hard stage at the moment, uh, I am going to, I'm going to get through it and I'm going to get better on the other, on the other end of it. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to leave you with episode 30 of Balls Deep and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Um, coming up in the next couple of episodes next few episodes i've got some guests lined up and it's going to be great um so tune into those as well it's going to be amazing so on that note ladies and gentlemen here's more of me welcome ladies and gentlemen to a new episode of ball steep with jakey p 
a little bit chilled out today, a little bit relaxed, uh, you know how it is. Um, I did actually have another episode I recorded in pl- like originally, but I uh, decided that I didn't like that one. So here I am at it again doing another one and hopefully this one goes, uh, you know, well obviously it's going to go good. The last one went good, I just, you know, didn't like it enough to put it up. Um, what I was going to say is hopefully I'll put this one up in the next day or so, so you guys will be getting some fresh as fuck content. Um, got a couple of things that I really want to address. Um, a couple of thoughts over the last few days this is the main idea that, uh, sorry, no, the main reason that I didn't upload the last podcast was because, um, I have some better stuff to talk about. Um, and something that occurred to me without any outside influence or whatever, um, I was at the gym the other day just thinking um, some people really half-ass it. They really, um, you know, just go to the gym so they can say, oh, yeah, I go to the gym, man. I fucking, you know, I don't know why I'm not getting any results. But that's because you're the person that walks on the treadmill for half an hour, not at half, not at a fast speed. Then you go on the bike for half an hour, you know, just coasting along. And you think, oh, you know. I had a pretty good workout. I, you know, I reckon I was, um, you know, really did well. No, you didn't. At least you got your ass there. I'll give you that. But you're not going to make any progress if you don't push yourself. You're just going to stay in the zone you're in. You're not going to further your fitness. You're not going to lose any weight. You're not going to, you know, you might lose some weight, but I highly doubt it. Like you're still burning those extra calories, but you're going to plateau pretty quickly. And, um, just made me think more about um, what people are like. Um, more specifically, like if somebody half-asses their training, and this is this is mainly purely where this came from because I know some people that half-ass train and I know what kind of people they are. And then I thought, holy shit, this actually ties in pretty fucking well because... You half-ass your training. You can always tell, this is what I've worked out now, you can always tell somebody's personality by the way they train and their willingness to learn or, you know, try new things or try different things. Uh, You can always, always tell their personality. Not their whole personality, obviously, but you can tell, like, the main aspects of their personality um, by seeing the way they train. And especially when... You know, they, they say, oh, you know, I need to lose weight. Like, I'm really at that point now where I want to change my life. And I love that. And I fucking, that, that shit gets my dick hard. And then they, they go in there and they're not even trying. And then they, they still eat like shit. And they're like, well, that's your personality. Fucking lazy, fucking shit cunt. And then, um, you know, I, I guess it's the same with, with any type of training. Any type of, of learning or intensive exercise or... Exercise mostly, just because obviously that's my field of, of um, expertise. And you can always, yeah, you can just tell, um, you know, certain things about people from the way they train. And yeah, so it's it's um, it's very eye-opening, especially if you, you know, you open yourself up, you open your own mind up to... Like I'm a very observant person now. I never used to be when I was younger, but now I'm I'm very observant. Like I, you know, I was taught some lessons in life by some some really cool people, and uh, you know, so I 
I mean, I'm still a loud mouth. I'm still fucking out there. You guys know that I say some crazy shit. You know I love to say some crazy shit. But I, uh, I also love to, you know, when I'm walking through the shopping center or walking through the street or whatever, I'll just shut my mouth. I won't say a whole lot of stuff. And I'm looking around and I'm observing. And sorry, guys, it's still early in the morning. Just had a spark of... um of, you know, invigoration and I wanted to fucking record this podcast. Um, but yeah, like very observant. And, um, I think we all need to be more observant in the world. Like, and you're always going to be able to tell those people that aren't very observant. They always have, um, they're always the ones that think they deserve more and think that, you know, they're the more entitled ones. It's uh, it's kind of crazy how that happens, isn't it? it? Must be some sort of um, some sort of tie-in. I should study psychology or something like that. Hey, just so I can understand all this stuff that I'm observing and seeing and thinking about better. Um, which would be kind of cool. Wouldn't not gonna lie, that would be kind of cool. But um, yeah, it's you. But you can always tell. You can always tell people that really do want to change their life. You can tell. People that just go to the gym to socialize, like if you and your friend are walking on the treadmill for 45 minutes, just talking to each other, chances are you're going to get more work out, like you're going to get, you know, more work from having to breathe while you're trying to talk on the treadmill. Like if you're not exerting yourself and you're not, and you're not pushing, like if you don't sweat, then you mustn't be working hard. I know some people don't sweat as easily as others. But push yourself. You should be out of breath. You should be hot. You should be bothered. And here's another quick one. Actually, this really fucks me off. And I don't know. I've never talked about it before. You're about to see JKP lose his fucking mind. Because I'm sick of going to the fucking gym. Right? And it's it's fucking winter in Australia now. It's fucking winter. Can't you tell? I've got a fucking jacket on. Why the fuck do you need fucking fans on in the fucking winter it's fucking freezing outside and we're in the gym to get hot to get sweaty to work out but you have the fucking fans on and you still fucking you you're in a fucking t-shirt and shorts if you're that fucking hot like i'm sorry you're in your fucking jumper and shit and if you're that hot go take your fucking jumper off don't fucking put the fan on i myself like to get hot and i like to get sweaty it's freezing outside it literally feels like it's fucking you know zero degrees outside so please do everyone a favor and don't turn the fucking fan on you fucking bald-headed cunt there may be somebody specific that i'm aiming this at but there's other people that do it too and it fucking pisses me off it's fucking cop fair enough everybody do it in the summer because it gets really hot in the gym anyway but if you need the fan on and it's winter Go the fuck outside and train out there because I want to be the one inside getting warm, getting hot and getting a sweat on. Um, fuck your fan off. I'm going to turn it off and I don't care if you have a fucking issue with me turning it off and you want it on. I'll fucking fight you about it every time. Not like physically fight you about it, but I'll verbally fucking argue my case. If you want to fucking go out, like if you want it to be fucking freezing inside, go the fuck outside. This is a place to fucking train. Yes, I realize I dropped a lot of F-bombs, guys, but that's how much it pisses me off. You don't need a fan on when it's freezing outside. 
The logic of some people is ridiculous. How, how, like, what, what goes through your brain? Oh no, I'm, I'm starting. I was, I was freezing outside, so I was wearing a jacket and pants and everything. But now I'm starting to get a little bit hot from working out. I'm going to turn the fan on and play myself cold again. Yeah. You fucking kidding me? Go eat a fucking dick, cunt. You're fucking ridiculous. Like, why? I just don't understand why. Like, why do you... Why? And that's what I mean. Those people that come to train with, you know, they're, they're the kinds of, that's the kind of person that's going to turn the fucking fan on, first of all. Oh, no, I'm slightly getting hot, even though I'm still all rugged up. I'm going to put the fan on. What? Get out. Go off. Now, I know we can't all be like me, but fucking hell, I wish it was, it was, no. Nah. If everyone was like me, the world would be in chaos. I'm sure we all think that. Um, for me, starting at the gym, it wasn't, oh, I want to change my life. It wasn't, I actually started at the gym because um, my first ever girlfriend was going in there. That's right, pussy dragged my ass to the gym. Um, I was always into like, because I was doing Muay Thai and stuff and I was into fitness and I liked the feeling, but I'd never been to a gym before, like, for some reason, I had this preconceived image in my mind that um, you could just get big and shredded from like doing some push-ups, sit-ups, going running and like doing Muay Thai. And I was like, why doesn't my body look like an athlete's body? Um, so I started going to the gym with my first girlfriend and um, best decision I ever made in my life. We hardly ever went like went together anyway, but because um, it was like towards the end of our relationship. Then we broke up and... Um, you know, Jackie P, first time he's getting pussy in his life and sorry, second time he, he got pussy in his life, but it was for a long period of time. And I'm sure every guy or maybe even every girl can relate to me. Um, when you're a guy and you don't have many girls touching your dick and you start to get a really hot one for a long time with some big tits touching your dick, um, you really start to enjoy that feeling. And, you know, uh, when they break up with you or, you know, at that time, I didn't understand why. Like, she went into the army and, and stuff, and I was like, what the... Why would she... Like, how could she leave me? Where I'm so hard done by. Um, You know, broke my heart, crushed my soul, and I was like... You know, I was like, oh, fuck, this is just the worst. Like, how can I... How can I go on? And so, literally, that is what... I just got balls deep into the gym, and I didn't know much to start with, and I would read, and I would teach myself, and... Um, you know, I would, I, in this, at this stage, I didn't have, um, my own license to like drive me to the gym and, and whatnot. But, um, you know, I would, I would get there. I would just, I would walk like literally, this is before Gawler had the Gawler Green Gym. So I lived, um, like it was like a 10 minute drive from the gym, um, which is like a 40, it ends up being like a 45 minute walk. And, uh, Every day, man, during the school holidays, walk to the gym in the morning, train, and this is before Gawler even had buses, so I would um, walk back too. So going to the gym was like a three-hour affair almost for me, like 45 minutes each way, there's an hour and a half, hour of training, you know, maybe some stretching or whatever I would do. So it's at least a two and a half hour, you know, um, round trip, and I just... I don't know why, like I just, I just loved it. I love that feeling that I got from working out and knowing that I worked hard. But 
you know, obviously now I come to think, oh, I wasn't working hard at all. Um, and now I'm, I know how to work hard and how to push myself and all that. And cause in that state, I was still just learning, but I never turned the fucking fan on in winter anyway. But yeah, so that was what, that's what got me into fitness and, and, you know, further develop. I think this, and this is something I've always strongly believed in since that day. And since I've, you know, really opened my eyes because, um, I'm sure everybody can relate to me unless you're still in your first relationship. You might not have any idea or you might've just been very driven from the start of your life. Breakups, um, make you who you are. Like they turn you, they don't, sorry, don't make you who they have made you who you are. They trans, they, yeah, they transform you. They, they turn you into what you need to be, what you want to be. You get out, especially if they're poisonous, you, you know, you, they turn you into who you are meant to be, who you, you know, who you are. Like they bring the deep, the, the, you know, who you are deep down inside out. You find things, you, you like things you never thought you'd like. Um, you know, you, you try new things. You, the world is so opened up to you and it's, it's great. Um, and I think it's the same with any emotional trauma. Like it just changes you. It turns you into who you are supposed to be. Like everybody needs to go through a breakup in their life or some sort of trauma like that. Cause I think, and I'm not saying this for everybody, but me specifically, and a lot of, a lot of people I know, most people I've ever met in my life, bar a couple, get so, so caught up in their relationship and so all about the other person. The other person's all about them that they forget about their own identity. They, they know, especially the first relationships, like, cause you never, you don't have your own, while you're young, you haven't formed your own sense of identity yet. You, you don't know who you are, what you're here for and all that kind of stuff. And, um, yeah, so your life becomes about this person, their life becomes about you. It's, it's very poisonous and crazy and, and that sort of stuff. Um, and yeah, so it might, you know, breakups might make you go and you think, fuck it, I'm going to go study this thing that I've always been interested in. I'm going to go try this. I'm going to go do this. I'm just going to, you know, obviously some people do that sort of stuff out of their own will and never look back. But, um, yeah, like it's, I don't know. I wish I knew like the, the psychology behind it. It comes back to that again. Like, I'm, you know, I'm not a highly intelligent person, but I like to think, you know, I'm, I'm not the dumbest and it just, all kinds of emotional trauma will, will change you all kinds of, of breakups, especially like I've been through a, a few of them and, um, that sounds really bad, doesn't it? <laughs> um, but yeah, so the first relationship is just what changed everything for me, but it didn't change everything. Um, the second breakup, was after a longer and more poisonous relationship, believe it or not. I was still still into the gym. Um, and then the end of the second breakup is what ignited my super passion for fitness and, and wanting to be a PT and all that kinds of stuff. And, um, the end of the second relationship changed me. Obviously I'm like, I'm saying changed me again. And I just developed this sense of, why did I do this stuff? Why did I do that? What was like, what were my trigger points? Why? Cause, and I'm sure some of you can relate and have been there and you get very, um, selfish and, and possessive and, 
you know, you can't talk to other guys because you've got me. You can't talk to other girls because, like, you have me. No, no, that's that's not how it works. I thought to myself after that breakup, I was like, why are we like that? Why are we so poisonous? Why are we, why, why? Like, do we, and it, and it becomes, comes down to self-worth. It comes down to, you don't have time to, to forge your own identity. I look like a bit of a fucking pleb right now, don't I? Um, you just don't, you don't do that kind of stuff. You don't, cause you're like, oh no, but you should only have me. Like, no, I'm pretty sure I can talk. I should be able to talk to other girls and, you know, I should let go and let you talk to other guys and have friends and stuff. Cause like, you can't just have one person in your life. That's, that's boring. and very, um, limiting to your growth as a human and, and developing into who you're supposed to be. And I think that's why we have a lot of the problems that we do today. And I only say problems because like, um, because it's like, it's the, the people that stay in these relationships think getting married is going to help them or like, and make them happy or having a child is going to make them happy. And all you do is raise a child that is, um, you might still be great parents and, but get divorced and whatever, but you raise a child that is under the impression that you just have each other and you, you know, um, when your relationship is failing, you have a kid thing that it's going to work out. Nope. Cause you end up with two separated parents and you end up, um, you know, or you end up with parents that fight all the time and argue all the time. And, and something that really, really made me want to cry the other day. And I hope she doesn't mind me telling this story, but, um, it's not really a story. It's like a quick two seconds, but JB was telling me the other day that she, when she was younger, wished her parents would like when you know how you 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 know break the wishbone get a wish or or anything like that you know see a shooting star get a wish she wished her parents would get a divorce and that broke my heart like it just makes me think um and obviously like people are going to have but people should be like I, i'm not shitting on people for having kids in a bad relationship because obviously um, everyone has their, their, um, mark to add to this world. And Janelle's an amazing person and I'm so grateful she's here, but I think we should raise our children with, um, more integrity and more, you know, um, like for example, my parents had me when they were super young and I'm past that age now. And I'm like, man, if I had, I just wouldn't even know what to do if I had a kid, like, I'm 23. I I could not raise a kid, and there's still there's people younger than me these days having kids that are younger than me, and I just I don't, yeah, I just don't understand it because I could not do that. I am not capable of doing that just because um, I want to know more about the world. How can you teach somebody else about the world, or you know, um, raise them well when you don't know much about yourself or about the world around us, and um, yeah, so that's just like a, I know I went down the rabbit hole and opened a whole can of worms there. Um, but yeah, it's a, it's a really important thing to me for people to, um, just open their eyes more and, and use these emotion, this emotional trauma or like you, cause you always know there's a, there's just that feeling in your gut or in the back of your mind. This isn't right. This isn't how it's supposed to be. There is more to this. This is not the only thing. Like this isn't the only relationship you'll ever be in. You know, um, everyone who's together in this second, in this moment, right now in the world, 
probably aren't going to end up together or, you know, it's something is going to happen that is not going to, you know, have you together forever as the, um, the, the dream is. Um, but that doesn't mean we can't learn from each other. It doesn't mean we can't enjoy each other's company. It doesn't mean he, that we can't love each other as hard and as fast and as well as possibly can. We can't treasure it for as long as we can. Um, but yeah, like it, I know I, I really just am going off, but yeah, like we need to learn from all these, these feelings that we get, all this emotional trauma, all this, this kind of stuff. And, and, you know, just develop better. Like the more we now develop, the better the world in the future can be, the better the world will be because we'll have people that are informed and I don't know, maybe it's just Australia and maybe other countries do right. Are smarter than us. And Oh, I, other countries are smarter than us. It doesn't surprise me because we're a bunch of fucking lazy ass people, um, that our government has to revenue raise to make money. Cause like there's nobody, not nobody, there's not very many people here that are making a lot of money or breakthrough inventions or things like that. Um, but yeah, so just let's all develop and all learn and and um, use that emotional trauma to get us to the gym and and involve us in that. Or maybe maybe you think, fuck it, I'm gonna I'm gonna I haven't painted in a long time and I'm gonna start painting and you could be a fucking huge artist. Or you know I've I've loved music. I'm just gonna learn an instrument. And I'm gonna teach myself. Or I'm gonna once I get some money, I'm gonna go pay for lessons as well. And there's so much free content and stuff out there now. You can definitely start by teaching yourself. Um, it's just the way that I think because I you know of where I've been raised, like middle class Australia, and there's just so many people like that. So many people that you know, obviously people are willing to work at it and whatnot, but. Um, at the end of the day, just my opinion, I don't think you should have to work, work, work at a relationship. I think that it should be on some level, it should be easy and should just flow and you should agree on things and you should, um, you know, get along most of the time. Obviously nobody's perfect. We all fight, we all argue. Um, but the ratio of good to bad should definitely be higher in the good side by a lot. Um, but yeah, any emotional trauma, like go, go like you don't have to spend all your time with each other. If there's any young couples um, watching this and they think, no, you have to spend time and you have to spend it. Don't do that. That is not the relationship for you. You do need to spend time together. Obviously, you would want to spend time together, but you can absolutely 100% work on yourself and enjoy your life and develop yourself without them being around. You absolutely can. Absolutely. If you want to go rock climbing and they don't, go rock climbing. Just do it because you will not regret it. If it's something you want to do and then you don't end up liking it, well, then you don't end up liking it. But, um, I know this has become more like a self-help podcast, this one. Like, I feel like I've been cracking some real funnies lately, but, um, yeah. So, I just hope everybody is enjoying this. Like, or learning something from it. Not, I know some episodes I try to crack some funnies and some episodes I'm, I'm, uh, you know, like this. And I, I'm just trying to spread lessons that I've learned because this one only occurred to me this morning um, before. And I was just thought, wow, that's actually something I don't think I've talked about before. And it's something really good to talk about is the, this issue to address because 
you know, there's some people that are raised out there, just they're always happy or always, but then some people is always sad. There's some people that are always insecure or whatever. And, you know, insecurities is what, what um, will ruin things. But yeah, like emotional trauma and, and breakups and stuff. I, I gotta say, stop saying and and um so much. God damn, Jakey motherfucking P. But it can open so many avenues for you. Uh, just, yeah, so... And I will share this story because uh, I think it, I think this is the most interesting one. So my last breakup, so number three, I know. Uh, my last breakup, I broke off with her. So the first one I got broken with, second one I broke off with her because of um, I realized how bad it was. And this last one I broke off with her as well. I mean, this was still a long time ago now. It's like nearly two years ago. But uh, I could see that she was... Like, I was still doing my own thing. Like, I was still hanging out with my friends. But I've always, always loved going to bed early. Um, I fucking hate staying out until, you know, the wee hours of the morning. It's probably why I'm not one of those guys that's liked clubbing at all. I just don't understand it. Um, it is fun when you're single to go on, hook up with girls. And that's why most guys do it. Um, the why I used to do it anyway, but still, 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 still. I've always loved going to bed early. And this last girlfriend, like we were going to, I like on a Saturday night in bed by 10, 10 30. Cause I just love to get up early the next day. I love to go to the gym or just enjoy breakfast or, you know, go outside in the morning. Going outside in the morning is the best when the sun's just coming up and there's dew on the trees and there's frost on the grass. Like there's nothing beats that feeling. And I know we're all intertwined with nature and we're supposed to be outside, but we lock ourselves indoors and stuff. But anyway, and I could see that like, I've always been a dreamer. I've always thought, Oh, what if we could do this? What if we could do that? Life would be that. That would be so sick. And one day in particular, I remember she told me, no, you need to just get a job and you need to settle down and get a house and whatever. And this is what I'd heard from people before. And I just thought, nobody tells me what to do. You can't tell me what to do. I love you very much, but you can't tell me what to do. And from there, the relationship started to fizzle and I started to realize she was lazy and she would not do much. And, you know, um, I would leave for work at six in the morning and I'd get a message from her at like 9, 30, 10 o'clock, like of her just getting up. That stuff was crazy, man. It was crazy. And I just thought, what the, f what the fuck? And, um, yeah. So that led to the downfall of our relationship. Cause I got in my head, I was like, huh, she needs to, to get a, shit together and it, it led for my feelings with her breaking off like breaking down and crumbling because she was like i'm a realist and i was like well i want to fucking be a dreamer like i just wanted i want to go do some cool shit and um you know some of our idea wow jakey some of our ideals were very different and um yeah so it eventually led to a downfall and um led to us breaking up because I got the, I ended up thinking to my, I just got the idea in my head. Well, she needs to become who she needs to become. Like she needs this breakup as a kick in the ass. Um, you know, when we broke up, I still cared about her deeply and still, 
um, you know, whatever, but she needed that. And I didn't want to be with someone who thought, I'm a realist, I'm a realist, I'm not, um, you know, you can't dream. And I was like, well, I, I need to dream. I absolutely have to dream. I love coming up with these crazy things in my head. Um, and I don't need you in my life if that's what you're going to be like. And, you know, so that was that was the end of that. And I hope, like, from when, I, you know, I would check in with her, uh, like, after we broke up and would see that she was doing really well and that sort of stuff. And um, as shitty as I, like, as, as much as breakups suck, like, obviously, even when, like, when you've been with someone for so long or you love someone so much, obviously, it, either side you're on, it always hurts. It always sucks so much. Even if you know you're doing it for the right reasons, you still get upset and you still whatever. But, um so that was what I learned from the third one to the first two were all me. And I was like, I was discovering things about myself. And I thought the third one was, it was a great relationship. It was how every relationship should be. But then it started to crumble and it was like, she needs to become who she wants to become. And I don't need this in my life right now. I don't need this kind of stuff. So it wasn't necessarily about me learning stuff. It was about me learning to just let go and, um, you know, um, yeah, that just, just that kind of stuff, just letting go and getting over it and continuing to develop myself. But that was more so just getting her to help herself and being like, okay, you need to, you know, I am a dreamer and I'm always going to dream. But if you're going to tell me that I can't, then, then we can't be together because I like to come up with all this crazy shit. And yeah, that's, that's my story guys. Um, I'm, you know, I obviously, you know, that I want to pass this on. I want to pass this, um, this knowledge and stuff on, but just quickly, I do have more balls deep in the news with Jakey P. This story, um, I actually don't have my notes in front of me, but I just remember it because I thought it was so whacked out. It kind of ties in with everything that I was going to say. This chick, this smoke show of a chick, uh, I read, was reading an article on news.com.au the other day. She She's a sex and love addict. She found she was chasing guys that were uncommitting or wanting to... Um, like, you know, married guys, uncommit, guys that didn't want to commit. Like she just, she thought she was on her pursuit for the one, but she would find herself always getting distracted by that kind of stuff. And that was crazy to me. I just thought, what the fuck? Like smoking hot chick. Oh yeah. Has trouble finding guys to commit to that pussy. Yeah. Right. There must be some issues along that. And she just, you know, talked about it like, like it was an addict. It really did sound like an addiction. Like everybody thinks of sex as this really great thing, but I think that's what we all get addicted to is sex with, um, people or, you know, that's what keeps people together is sex. And she would just talk about how, you know, she couldn't find the one. And she finally found out like this sex media, sex anonymous. I can't remember the acronym. Um, it was basically, you know, like a, hi, I'm Katie and I'm a sex addict. And she said after that, she broke down and kept going back and going back. And there was a 12 step program, much like junkies and, and alcoholics. Um, one of her steps was no talking to any males for four weeks, four weeks, homie, four weeks, seriously, not even a, you know, local bartender or a mailman or fuck whatever because she had the tendency to flirt so hard. And she said it was like the hardest four weeks of her life and the whole program was up and down because, you know, people always relapse and that sort of shit and, you know, crazy. 
But I think we can all learn that we have, we can definitely have too much of a good thing, especially too much of that, that good shit between your legs. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm saying I watched We Are The Millers the other time, the other day for the first time and I just fucking love that movie. Um, but yeah, so like she got really upset about it and really, cause she just couldn't break the cycle. And that's, that's like a lot of addicts. But yeah, just, I thought it was interesting cause it's, you know, it really ties in with what I've said and, and you can have too much of a good thing. You can, and I think a lot of people out there may have that problem or this, this love addiction, maybe not so much the sex, maybe the sex, who knows? But yeah, so it's kind of crazy. Um, but anyway, on that note, I'm going to drop you guys a song of the podcast, A Place for My Head by Linkin Park. It is one of my favorite songs at the moment. Um, it's all about people doing it like, you know, someone doing something for you and then they expect you to owe them one. No, no, you shouldn't do shit like that. You should be, you know, going after it. You set, like you should be, uh, if you need help or somebody, don't expect that, that you owe them one. Just like, if you're going to help someone, don't think that they owe you one. You should just do it out of the kindness of your heart. You should do them the kindness of your heart. Like, cause sometime you're going to need them. And if you're like, oh, but you owe me one, you owe me one. They're not going to want to do it, are they? So a place on my head, please listen to that um, by Lincoln Parks off their first album, Hybrid Theory. So on that note, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a bit of a longer podcast after some of the shorter ones lately, but I'm going to go get a fresh fade. Uh, I'm going to go clean the house and play some Fortnite. So I'm going to enjoy my day off. (coughs) (coughs) Sorry about that. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, I am out of here. Shit. Okay. Peace.